Welcome to Eureka Street Crypto. This is my anti-professional crypto channel. I'm just a barely sane dude who fell down the cryptocurrency rabbit hole. This channel is my fumbling attempt to communicate myself outside my own head about my journey in the crypto space. It is basically my brain dump. None of this is actual financial advice. Good morning, everybody. I'm Eureka John, and you're at Eureka Street Crypto. Broadcasting from Leander, Texas, it is 6.10 in the morning on a Sunday. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's been a little bit since I've been broadcasting because I've been super busy trying to start an entire new chapter in my life. I quit my, uh, my factory job at the hose plant, and um, I... Um, well, I'm still there kind of 20 hours a week advising somebody because, uh, you know, it's kind of all of a sudden and um, I had a lot of responsibility there. So I want to do the right thing and kind of just phase out a little bit and help train a new person to come in. And then um, uh, I also got a new job working at um, uh, Compass Mining for um, helping to produce audiovisual producer for um, their shows. And one specific show is Breaking, Breaking Bitcoin with Dennis Porter. You can search that on YouTube. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll try to pull it up here in a little bit. And it's really cool, man. It's like um, a whole new experience. Uh, I get to play with a lot of uh, really uh, expensive toys. <laughs> it's the ATEM mini switcher, video switcher, three camera, multi-camera setup, uh, really amazing mics. Um, a Rodecaster Pro uh, audio uh, mixer. So yeah, um, it's it's. Uh, I just kind of walked in there that first day um, on the job or first day to go into the studio and they're like, here it is. I was like, wow, I've never used any of that stuff before. So, uh, but you know, I've been fiddling around with this show enough and this show is my sandbox. Um, this is, show has also been my message in a bottle to try to figure out how to do all this stuff and how to gracefully change a career from manufacturing industry to audiovisual production. And uh, hold on one second. Let me just turn down this light. It's blasting me. And anyway, uh, <clears throat> yeah, and that's why I've been doing this show because I love crypto. I, I think the crypto market's really entertaining and fun. But two, I love audiovisual technology, and this has been my little sandbox to learn a bunch of stuff and to try to figure some things out. Um, anyway, so yeah, yeah. Um, that's basically what's been going on. And so I've, the show has kind of gone to the wayside a little bit. And, um, you know, I, I, I pledge once I get, you know, everything up and running and the old job kind of goes away and, uh, I can have my flow at my new job that I can start doing this daily again, because, uh, I had a really good time doing it daily and I've had some really good guests on. Um, anyway, so let's go over here to the crypto market and uh, let me turn this down just a little bit. And I said last time I was on, I was not going to show the crypto markets anymore because it's not why I'm here. I'm not here for the price um, and I'm not here for the price. You know, the, I'm here for the tech. I literally am here for the tech and I know that's a meme, but um, the tech is important, you know, this Web3, the decentralized ID space, everything that's happening right now is like, you know, Internet 3.0. I live in Austin or in the suburbs of Austin now, but I mean, I've been I go downtown every day and right now consensus has been going on in Austin. And uh, 
I mean, you know what consensus reminds me of right now? Let's go over here to this bookmark um, on Twitter. Um, consensus reminds me of South by Southwest back in kind of the earlier days, but it's kind of a little more polished. But, uh, you know, um, it's 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 consensus has been huge. It's at the convention center, just like, uh, you know, South by Southwest is and uh, you know has been. And uh, it's. Yeah, kind of like South by Southwest back in like 2007 or so, I would say. 2000, yeah, about 2007. But, uh, you know, here they have, surprise, we're opening the doors tonight at Empire AT ATX to all pass holders. See you there for music by Aluna and Bob Moses Music, sponsored by Audius Project. And that's that's significant because Audius Project is, Audius is Web3 music. And they've built an entire Web3 platform with the audio token and everything like that for artists to be able to, um, in a decentralized way to connect with their artists and for artists to be able to contribute tokens, supposedly. I don't know all the details very well. I did do an episode a long time ago on it when it was first starting out. And I have like one of the, you know, original OG Audius NFTs that they, that they airdropped everybody who were involved, who were, you know, paying attention back then. But I mean, if you look at here, you know, um, if you thought Friday night at Consensus 2022 was fire, wait until tonight. Piranhas and Pros stopped by Empire ATX for the official closing night party by Audius Project with Entertainment by Aluna and Bob Moses Music. I mean, this is this is totally South by Southwest 2007 in a nutshell. And it's like, I think a lot of these crypto... I don't know if Consensus is going to be here every year. I think it rotates every year. But uh, I feel like you know, Austin is kind of this hub and this place of activity for all Web3 and Bitcoin and, and crypto right now and NFT projects. Um, Texas is very crypto friendly, unlike New York right now, who's trying to ban mining. Um, so it's it, I feel like a culture is going to grow here in the same way that I saw South by Southwest grow from way back in the early days. And some people even saw South by Southwest grow from the late 90s, you know, uh, when it just started off as just a few clubs on 6th Street, all participating and playing all you know that same night. And then you know, people could bounce back and forth between the clubs with their past. Um, when I got into it, that's when they first started doing the the new media part of it, and that's that turned into the interactive festival. And uh, you know, then of course they they started bringing in film around that time too. And now it's just this huge blown out thing. And South by Southwest even has their own little uh, building, like skyscraper building, over on Twelfth Street, I believe. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just thought that was interesting. Um, all the stuff I've been seeing on consensus really just reminds me of all things early South by Southwest. <laughs> so I don't know. It's crypto, you know, the market may. So my point was, is the crypto market may be down right now. You know, look, Bitcoin's at 27,000. Ethereum's at $1,461. You know, I mean, everything's just totally in the toilet. You know, I open up my Zerion wallet. I try not to open my wallet too much anymore um, just because it's kind of depressing. But, you know, um, I, the majority of my stuff is in is in Bitcoin and Ethereum and like Chainlink and so like really you know stable well relatively speaking stuff that's probably not going to go anywhere you know I, I I don't have stuff in weird Binance tokens and stuff like that um, you know and yeah I, I have before I mean trust me I've 
gotten my ass whooped in you know the Wonderland you know project and abracadabra dot money and all those things um you know Olympus Dow Klima Dow all that stuff I got my butt kicked and all that but it wasn't anything that I had like you know that came out of my savings I just put stuff in there from you know money that I had you know gained from other projects so it see that's the thing is people and this whole terra luna thing you know this this death spiral that terra luna went down and it's completely worthless now and do Quan is pretty much he's he's the 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 founder of terra um he's pretty much going to be running from the law you know it's like the one of the biggest um almost ponzi scheme collapses they're investigating it right now um since since uh, um bernie madoff you know <laughs> now now they're trying to see say whether or not it was intentional or not but you know do Quan has been funneling yeah, you know, about eighty million dollars a month prior to the collapse to his little private bank account, and he did this uh, like three times, three months in a row, you know. And that two hundred forty million dollars is 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 a you know kind of a decent chunk of change. You know, you could retire on a beach for that. So um, yeah, I wonder if terribly. And then he, you know, brazenly after that collapse, like two weeks later, he's coming out and saying, "Oh, we're gonna launch Terra 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, dude, that takes some freaking balls of steel to to do that. Like it's like with a straight face, you know. Well, you know that, that wasn't too successful, even though we just crashed people's life savings. You know, people, you know, putting their house up on hawk to to invest in it and get these high yields, you know, and and mirror protocol and stuff like that. Oh my god, it was just such a mess. Um, anyway, I'm glad I never got into Terra. I did do a little video on Terra. Um, and I was just like, well, I don't know. You know, at the time I was just like, sounds pretty cool, but, uh, yeah, I don't have anything in it. And I just kind of let it be, you know, and I'm so glad I did, you know, uh, (laughs) but right now this is like the beginning of the crypto winter. We are in a bear market. This, and I believe the bear market may have started last May, right after the peak, um, uh, or wait, some people even say like started like, you know, May of 2021 or was that when it, I think April of 2021 was when crypto and Bitcoin and Ethereum were all like peaking out, you know, and then after that, it's been kind of a slow decline, kind of leveling out We, we sideways crab market for a while. And then, you know, just recently in the past like couple months, everything's just like tanked, like in the past month. And so now Bitcoin's down at 27,000, Ethereum's at 1461 from being up to like, you know, 6,500, uh, 65,000 and, you know, 3,500 respectively. So, yeah. I don't know. Interesting stuff. Always something entertaining going on in the crypto space. But like I said, you know, and I point to this consensus and all this, this stuff being developed. It, this this is the time where builders are going to build, you know, and um, everybody has their heads down. Everybody right here is is um, mingling and networking and putting their heads together, figuring out new ways to do things. The Web is decentralizing. And even even Jack Dorsey is sitting there saying that uh, Web five is coming, you know, and, you know, for a guy, I saw a meme that said, or some Twitter post or something that said, for for somebody who made his billion dollar fortune, several billion dollar fortune off of selling your data to advertisers, 
He he now seems to be standing up pretty hardcore for Bitcoin and decentralization and the whole Web five approach. So it's kind of you know some people are giving him the side eye. Like, should I really trust you and Web five after you know you made your billions of dollars from selling you know, our personal data, you know, through through the Web two concept? So, but you know, Web five. All right, he's saying Bitcoin based decentralized Web five. Now this is interesting to me because. Um, I'll read a little bit of the article, but, uh, you know, people say, well, what about web four? You know, you go web three, you know, web two. Okay. Web two is your Facebook and your, your Amazon and your Twitter and your YouTube. And I was talking to my wife about this. She didn't really understand what that was. And I go, well, think about it this way. I like everything you post up onto Facebook, you know, every post, every picture, everything like that becomes the property of Facebook. You don't own that. And they make money off of that. And they make money off of every word you post, every picture you post. And if you decide to leave Facebook, well, I mean, I guess you can go through that process and download all your stuff, but they have a copy of it. And, you know, they, you can't take it with you. And you, it, it, that stuff can be used uh, all you know, for, for their profit, for advertising budgets and stuff like that. So you don't own your information and they are making billions. So if it's product is free, you are the product. I mean, that's the whole point of Web 2.0. You know, so Web 1.0 started off as your static web pages. You know, it's just information. And here's my pet store. Here's my skateboard shop, you know, and this is the address. And here's a couple photos. And this is the type of this is what we like to do. And then that's it. You know, it was a one way thing from the from the presenter to the audience, you, you, the audience. And then Web 2.0 came in and they said, well, we have these servers and we can create these web pages where you can input your information, like your your posts, how you feel that day, what you ate for lunch, you know, your pictures of you standing next to the Leaning Tower of Pizza holding it up. You know, you can upload all that information in MySpace. You know, that was one of the first ones where you could you know, create your profiles. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's another thing I was talking about. I'll get to that in a second, but where you can create your profiles. Well, all that information is stored on the main servers at the corporations, right? And they own all that information and they make a killing off of that information. Um, so that's Web 2.0 and that's centralized. So you went from decentralized, you know, Web 1.0 to centralized Web 2.0. Now Web 3.0 is starting to decentralize again, where you can own all your own data through your Ethereum wallet or through your crypto wallet, you know, and, and your browser crypto wallet. And you can, so if you don't like Facebook or some kind of a, um, social media platform, you can unplug you and your information from that platform and you can go to the next one so it's 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 really cool because it's forcing these platforms to have to actually be cool platforms you know um because they want you to come to their platform and so um it, it go it's going back to user experience you know rather than the yeah so <laughs> yeah you know you're not locked into some platform because you already started there because all your friends are there you know um you, <laughs> you and your friends can go elsewhere you can pull your your posts and your pictures and everything like that um that are attached to your crypto address and you can just go to another cool 
a social media platform and they're not going to use that information to to advertise to you they're going to make their platform as fun and cool as possible and giving the power back to the user so that's really cool and one thing that i started to touch on for a second i was driving you know home from downtown from with my wife and we were i was trying to explain to her you know, about all this stuff because we met up with some friends um and some crypto sapiens friends downtown and they were all at consensus and they were with uh, Disco and Kilt Protocol, and uh, yeah, they're they all into the decentralized ID space, you know. And they're all trying to solve this problem of you have your decentralized ID, and like I mentioned, you can go from social media platform to social media platform and take your reputation, your photos, your pictures, your posts, everything with you, and go to a new platform, um, and, you know. And that's also is in the, they're trying to include things like driver's license information, your your medical information, your, your, you know, all types of stuff. This is where it starts gets fuzzy and gray. And, you know, when you start getting into medical information and things that, you know, might be tagged onto you, these soul bound tokens is what they're called without you being able to shake it off or burn it, you know, like, so what if somebody, you know, sits there and, you know, presents you as, you know, a, a tarnished person, you know, some some authoritative agency because they don't like what you posted on Twitter. Then that soulbound token, you know, gets stuck on you and you have no way of burning it off. And that sucks. But anyway, I, I digress. I was talking to my wife and I was just like I was explaining to her Web 1.0, 2.0 and 3.0. And I wasn't mansplaining. So, you know, th that's the thing is when you know, we're not mansplaining. I'm talking about something I'm passionate about, you know, and she knows that, you know, and she's curious about it. So anyway, um, MySpace was interesting because it allowed people to like who would normally never be interested in coding or anything like that to because I remember when you could sit there and change up the little HTML and the little sections and slots and you know customize the color on your MySpace page you could plug in the music player you could get rid of you know the top 10 friends or you could make it five or you know or you know you could you know get rid of certain boxes or add certain boxes and you know you could add in all the sparkly fairy dust and whatever going on in the background of your MySpace page that inspired a lot of people uh, it motivated a lot of people to learn how to code you know and th they weren't like geeky coders they just wanted to learn how to fix their myspace page in the same way a lot of people now are starting to learn about nfts and web3 and stuff like that and starting to become educated on this whole uh, idea that these corporations should not be profiting off of your data and that you should be the one to have control of that data. Just like these NFTs have been a gateway for people to learn about Web3 and smart contracts and, and how all that stuff works, you know. Uh, and it's really important because we do have a potentially dystopian society coming upon us in which we will be having by authorities these little soulbound tokens stuck on our profiles or you know stuck in our wallet addresses if we're not careful and not decentralized enough and so it's teaching us the importance of decentralization and it's been done through a fun way like nfts just like back in the day when we could code our own myspace pages and, and you know create some flair for ourselves you know these nfts are educating people on you know the importance of decentralization so i think that's pretty cool but anyway back to jack dorsey um 
you know, Jack Dorsey TBD presents Bitcoin-based decentralized Web3. So what happened to Web4? There's Web3 to Web5. Web so, well, what he's saying is you take Web2 plus Web3, and that makes Web5. So, yeah, there's no Web4. Hey, nice little gimmick. All right, anyway, so Jack Dorsey's Bitcoin-focused TBD business unit, a subsidiary of Block Incorporated, announced Friday that it is building a new decentralized Web, Web5. Okay. Uh, web 5 is based on the assumption that Web 3, the idea of building a decentralized web of blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies, has the right intentions but is using the wrong tools. Web 5 leverages Bitcoin, the decentralized monetary network, and a plethora of sound computer science technologies to create a new ecosystem of decentralized identities, data storage, and applications in which the users are in control of their personal information. Okay. I did not think that Bitcoin was supposed to be used for this type of stuff. It seems weird because it seems like, you know, Ethereum was trying to become like a better Bitcoin back in the day, you know, like in 2016, 2014 to 2016, 2017. And everybody was comparing Bitcoin to Ethereum and then um, Ethereum crashed and they had the, the DAO hack and then, you know, they had to compromise and, you know, fork and, be, you know, create Ethereum Classic to Ethereum. And all that got resolved and Ethereum has grown since then and it has um, carried through. And then now it is this, this worldwide computing platform that you can build DeFi applications on, decentralized finance applications on. You can build NFTs on. Um, you can build this decentralized ID and reputation network on. And there's a lot of other blockchains that are trying to do the same thing. Kilt Protocol is built using a Polkadot parachain. You have Ontology Network with their own blockchain. Um, you have a lot of different blockchains trying to create some kind of solution to this decentralized identity problem in a reputation system. Uh, there you have you know, Bright ID, um, uh, Proof of Humanity, Orange Protocol. You have all these trying to create some kind of decentralized ID solution. Um, so it's it's interesting because you know there's the whole scary question of what about central bank digital currencies and what what if the government is going to put all your personal information on those types of digital IDs and they have complete centralized control over what gets put on and taken off um, so that's kind of, I think, an important point of why it's good that there's so many different blockchains and projects right now trying to solve this decentralized ID problem um, because it gives people options. However, not a lot of these blockchains are truly decentralized, you know, and so they're very susceptible to things like 51% attacks and all types of other hacks. And uh, I don't know, you know, so who do you trust? The, which blockchain and which when somebody presents their decentralized ID to you, you know, as far as their wallet address and the things that are on, in it, how do you know that that is legit and that this not based on a blockchain that is a you know, um, not decentralized at all? You know, so I don't know. There's just a lot of questions going on. And now Bitcoin's trying to get in the game, you know. So Ethereum was trying to be Bitcoin for the longest time. And then Ethereum branched out on its own and has create has been it's it's become its own like monstrous you know, world crypto entity, you know, uh, worldwide computer. Now, Bitcoin 
um, store value, um, you know, stuff like that. You know, the, the base layer is about as simple as it can get, and it is pretty much indestructible when it comes to decentralization and getting hacked. But now you see Jack Dorsey sitting here saying that they're building a decentralized identity data storage and application layer on Bitcoin. Well, isn't Bitcoin now trying to become Ethereum in a way? Um, If you follow what Jack Dorsey is trying to do, because Bitcoin is not Ethereum. Ethereum is not Bitcoin. You know, they're two completely different things in my view. Bitcoin is very valuable. You know, it's proof of work. You know, work is is the foundation of all money you know money should literally be proof of the work that you have done you know i sat there and i farmed all these vegetables and i have this entire cart of carrots but i can't sit here and bring all those carrots to you but i can give you this coin that represents that cart of carrots and all the work that i did in order to get those carrots you know, or, you know, I sat there and I worked on your farm for an entire week and um, you're going to give me a coin for that work. And then I can go spend that coin in the marketplace because that represents some work that I did. Uh, so, yeah, um, that's Bitcoin, you know, and it is a source of truth. It is the most decentralized network. So if there's some kind of nation state transactions that need to happen, you know, or if things need to be settled or finalized, it's you need a Supreme Court to, to actually say what actually happened and you need a safe place to put that, you know, some kind of nuclear proliferation agreement. You want to put that on the most safe, secure blockchain. You want to put that on Bitcoin, right? Now, Ethereum secure too, but not in the same way, not anywhere near as secure as Bitcoin is. And, but Ethereum has all these other platforms, other things on top of it. Um, smart contracts and all that stuff because that's what it's built for you know it's built to to be a computer platform you know with all this other stuff nfts you know uh, the smart contracts decentralized finance uh, all this stuff decentralized id built on top of that um and so it is a completely different function and i think they can both be complementary um and that's what a lot of people don't get But uh, here's Jack Dorsey wanting to build this Web5 and then put all these Ethereum-like functions on Bitcoin. Uh, This is where I'm getting confused. Why would you want to do that? Anyway, let's carry on with the article. Fairly decentralized developments in the Internet over the past couple of decades, such as BitTorrent and Tor, have shown that blockchain technology is not a necessary component for decentralization. Sure, right? Rather, remember, you know, you download Kazaa and LimeWire and stuff like that, and it would take forever just to, like, download a CD, and and they didn't have the proper, like, name titles. It would be like, you know, uh, you're a piece of underscore my heart, you know, and then another one, the same song would be, you're a piece of, you know, my heart, underscore zero one you can never get like the proper title information but anyway that's a decentralized way of sharing music and the music industry got all pissed off about it so yeah um fairly decentralized developments in the internet over the past couple decades such as BitTorrent and tor have shown that blockchain technology is not a necessary component for decentralization rather the blockchain has only proven to be needed for a very specific purpose mitigate the double spend problem to successfully bring peer-to-peer money to the digital realm with bitcoin and the double spend problem is the whole idea that uh, in the digital world um, you cannot spend okay one picture you know a, a jpeg or a token or something like that 
um, when when you okay, sorry, no, 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 no. When you send an email to somebody, a copy of that email is sent to the other person, and you still have the same email on your server, right? Okay, and that is the problem with money. You can't do that if you want to send money to somebody. You can't send them a copy of your five dollar bill, you know, because then now there's ten dollars in existence, and you have the same five dollar bill, and somebody else has that five dollar bill, and that's the double spend problem. Um, so they had to figure out a way to tokenize this asset and to make it to where when you send it from your computer, it is no longer exists on your computer and all the other computers that it had to bounce to, to get to the destination computer. And that's what happens whenever you send an email, when you send it, it bounces on, you know, it can bounce on 10 different other servers before it finally gets to the destination. And there's a copy of that email on every single one of those servers, you know, and you, you can't do that with money. And Bitcoin solved that problem. Um, so, um, anyway, that's the difference between just a decentralized network and then what the blockchain adds to it. The blockchain adds the it solves that problem of the double spend and of you know um, making a digital uh, asset something digital completely unique to where you know you can pass it from one place to another and that's that's the one you know so anyway tbd's web 5 is made up of software components and services such as decentralized identifiers decentralized web nodes self-sovereign identity service and a self-sovereign identity software development kit these components let developers focus on building user experiences while more easily enabling decentralized id identity and data storage and applications um, web 5s did component leverages ion an open source and permissionless second layer did network that runs atop the bitcoin blockchain it is based on the deterministic side tree protocol which requires no special tokens trusted validators or additional consensus mechanisms to function a did is essentially a globally unique persistent identifier that doesn't require a centralized registration authority and is often generated and registered cryptographically it consists of a unique uniform resource identifier string that serves as an id with an additional public key infrastructure metadata describing the cryptographic keys and fundamental pki values linked to a unique user controlled self-sovereign identifier in a target system such as the bitcoin blockchain ion only allows dids to be deactivated by their owners hence being being hence censorship resistant and includes registry capabilities to support decentralized package managers in the app stores and the decentralized network can in theory process thousands of did operations per second now this is interesting um because I have a question, like who authorizes these people to create these IDs and what information can be put on these IDs? You know, what authority is the one that puts them? Are you the one that puts the information on the ID? You know, um, I guess when you go to the doctor, do you show them their wallet and then they put their medical information on that? So it's interesting, this whole, you know, uh, the Ethereum world and the whole decentralized ID space, you know, and uh, all this stuff. And and the Bitcoin world have not really mixed, you know, and they've they've haven't really had a whole lot in common, and they don't, you know, to be blunt, they don't really like each other. You know, it's kind of weird because I, I work for a Bitcoin podcast, you know, doing the audiovisual production, and I, I'm also doing work for Crypto Sapiens and Bankless DAO, which are focused. Crypto Sapiens is pretty heavily focused on the decentralized ID space. Bankless DAO is focused on the Web three and the Ethereum space and the DAO space, and 
the Bitcoin space and those the other space, the Bitcoin mining space and the Web3 space haven't really found any common ground, you know, and it's kind of like a, almost a left right paradigm, even though it shouldn't be. It's not partisan. None of this stuff is. But um, here they 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 converge. You know, this whole Web th- Web 5 and Web 3 space, this is where they're starting to converge. And, um, you know, all this extra layer, uh, this Web 3 layer is now being put onto Bitcoin, you know. And uh, is that even Bitcoin anymore? You know, this is, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm running out of time, uh, um, but uh, there's just so much I could go into. And I just wanted to just kind of just like, look at look here. You know, this is self-service, identity service, decentralized ID, credentials, exchange, schemas, messaging, shared components, you know, all this stuff. You know, this is like Web3 de- decentralized ID stuff. You know, Ocean Protocol has been working on this. This, this is big data. You know, you have, you know, AI, Fetch Protocol, Ocean Protocol, you know, the graph, you know, um, all these you know, Web3 decentralized big data protocols that are now being uh, apparently going to be put on Bitcoin or that Jack Dorsey wants to. So, and here's an entire SDK, a software development kit is what SDK stands for. And that's just basically a set of tools and code packages that, that developers can use to, to put together like Legos and build something. Um, and he wants to build a, an entirely, a new decentralized identity network on top of the Bitcoin blockchain, which is basically up until now just been used for for transactions, store of value, and stuff like that. Um, and has not. There have been some attempts, you know, to put smart contracts on Bitcoin, and they've done it successfully. I mean, NFTs were on Bitcoin before they were on Ethereum. You know, with with counterparty and stuff like that. Um, colored coins had smart contracts on them. Master coin. Um, you know, so. Bitcoin goes way back, but that's really not what Bitcoin was made for. Satoshi Nakamoto um, and his original white paper, you know, that's nine pages long, was talking about a peer-to-peer electronic transaction system. And that's it, you know. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Bitcoin is, is simple. And it, I do you think it should stay simple or do you think they should start adding this stuff on there? What do you think about lightning network as well? Like that lightning fast payment mechanism back and forth to each other. Should Bitcoin be used for, for day-to-day transactions or should it only be used for these large Supreme court style, you know, super, you know, truth type of, you know, of, uh, agreements and then, you know, let everything else be done on, on things like lightning network. I don't know. All right, man. Uh, well, that's about it. Um, you know, I have a lot more stuff I could cover because I've been kind of out of out of touch, out of you know, out of the loop. Um, and I have all these other articles pinned up here, but uh, I'll have to get to those on another day. Um, I hope you have a good day. I gotta get on to some other stuff, man. Um, and uh, it, I'm I'm happy to be. Well, ah, shoot. Hold on one second. All right. I'm happy to be, you know, streaming again. I'm happy to be doing another episode. I miss doing this. I love doing this and I don't want to get away from doing this at all. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I will keep them coming, you know, and once I get and learn the ropes of my new job, I will, uh, get right back into hopefully at least doing them several times a week. Um, maybe not every day, but (laughs) all right. Uh, give me a thumbs up. Um, I'm at 980 subscribers. Um, so, uh, let's uh 
Let's try to uh, uh, get this to a thousand. I don't know why a thousand is just this magic number on YouTube to where I can maybe start monetizing. Maybe I could get like fifteen dollars a month. I don't know, um, but uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's just it would be kind of cool just to hit that thousand subscriber mark. And uh, yeah, so and if you're on Spotify or Apple or whatever you're listening to me on, um, just uh, give the little five star thing. You know, if anything, it just you know keeps me going during this bear market you know it's, i'm not making any money from this i'm losing money from doing this uh this podcast i'm paying the, the platforms and services all right man well i'll talk to you guys later let me do the outro all right bye thank you for making it to the end of this program if you actually like this content give a thumbs up and if you want to hear more just hit the subscribe button. I'm available on YouTube, Odyssey, and BitChute, and on all the major podcasting platforms in audio version. Spotify specifically. If you would like to follow and leave a review, that would help a lot. I am also available on Twitter at EurekaJohn1. That's E-U-R-E-K-A John, J-O-H-N, and the number one. My DMs are always open. Feel free to shoot me a message. Thanks again.